Good afternoon, Metro Detroit. This is your girl, Shell. And this is your girl, Day. And this is Smooth Jazz. V98.7. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. <laughs> this is your local Black Girl Podcast, What They Heard. What They Heard. Where we talk about what we heard. <laughs> what we heard, music-wise. Music-wise. Um, so, yeah, me and Shell always talk about music, and we always talk about uh, R&B, and specifically black women in music, and mm-hmm. what we're doing in music. And we didn't have a podcast to listen to that represented that, mm-hmm. represented us. I'm almost 30. <laughs> she almost 30. <laughs> so, we decided, let's do this damn thing. Yeah. And I think also kind of um, what really sparked it at the same time was that it was like this discourse going on on Twitter where it's like, oh, R&B is dead. There's no yeah. good R&B. All R&B is like the hip-hop and be like Not true. Chris Brown type stuff or, you know, whoever. Yeah. Where we're like, we're listening to these... I don't know, I guess you could call them more like underground or lesser known R&B people all the time. Yeah. Where, so. where are y'all at? But I guess it's not as readily available as like the other stuff. We don't listen to the radio, so we don't know. No, yeah, we do not listen to the radio at all. <laughs> like we at all. Just but listen to what we want to listen to off Spotify or whatever streaming service, you know? Yeah, but we kind of get hit to stuff that I guess is more radio popular just based off like Billboard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And most of that stuff we do not listen to. <laughs> so this is our way of getting people in tune with <laughs> what we heard. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's called what I like to think we got pretty good taste in music. I agree. <laughs> so let's get this thing started. All right, let's go. We're going to start off with some music news here. Um, music news. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to come up with like some intros or something like that. All right. So first up, we got, um, unfortunately, we had MF Doom passed away on October 31st. Um, His wife posted on her, his Instagram, and she posted on Facebook um, saying that he passed. So that was kind of crazy news because she didn't say anything until January. December 31st. Oh, yeah. Basically. <laughs> so, she didn't say anything to the end of December and he passed away in October, which is crazy because MF Doom kind of like led the way for a lot of MCs. Yeah, he's a very inspirational like in his lyrical in the lyrical sense because mm-hmm. he kind of like thinks he he sets up the rhyme to where you think he's going to say something and then mm-hmm. say something else that a lot of times don't even rhyme, but it goes with what he said. Yes. Sometimes it don't. But, yeah, if you have not uh, ever listened to MF Doom, I actually found out about him watching Vox, watching one of those Vox. Um, YouTube videos. Yeah, those earworm joints. And uh, I think it was like Mike Eagle was talking about him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think my favorite song by him is like Rap Snitches. Mm-hmm. Rap snitches telling all their business. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy. I started listening to MF Doom because I was in my college days and like 
trying to get into rap and stuff like that and listening to like you know typical j cole and mm. kendrick lamar and stuff like that mm. and then like when you start watching youtube videos and digging deeper into like rap theory and shit yeah. people always bring up mf doom yeah and that's pretty much how how i ever listened to any song from him <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so r.i.p to him R.I.P. legend in the game unfortunately 2020 has been kind of terrible for losing those really like dope black people who did like dope black <laughs> right like Dude, so 2021 has been absolute 2020 yes what did i say 2021 <laughs> well 2021 is not all too good well i mean it's just sure. is mirroring its counterpart <laughs> but yeah 2020 has been hot kind of garbage so Going on to better news, Rihanna is uh back on this scene here. She's <laughs> 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 like, nah, she's kind of like she's trolling us per usual. She posted on New Year's. She posted this picture of her looking with her little mullet going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking like she got on a fancy uh, original over here. Um, but it says New Year New Year's resolution: apply the pressure. Um, and everybody like, so is the <laughs> resolution the album? <laughs> and they was like, that is so old, get something else. <laughs> Rihanna was like, uh, aren't y'all past that? Like, let me do my thing, pretty yeah. much. I thought you was going to bring up that ASAP Rocky crap. No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> I do not want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I'm not too excited for her allegedly being with ASAP Rocky. She but just, you said you might think it's a, like a. I think she's just thing. doing her boy a favor because she was very like on the low with the billionaire. I mean, that may have been because he's a billionaire, but yeah. uh, she just happens to be out and about. She ain't been out and about this whole panoramic. I mean, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. A panty. And now all of a sudden she walked around with ASAP Rocky in a mask because black people are not really feeling him like that for <laughs> real. Because I don't know, it's just disappointing to see her with somebody who was like really not even acknowledging the Black Lives Matter movement and saying that like black women can't wear red lipstick and just saying a bunch of bull. Exactly. So but you know, like... that's her homie though, so <laughs> Well, we'll see where it goes. Because, you know, Rihanna don't really be she don't be faced by these niggas. Right. <laughs> okay what's, what's next, next? <laughs> <laughs> okay I got the thing I, I'll look at it okay so next is Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj posted her Nicki little baby she said um, Papa Bear thank you so much for choosing me to be your mama uh, thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank you <laughs> baby Papa Bear wishing you guys a happy and prosperous new year Thank you for your love and support throughout this journey. It's meant so much to me. Becoming a mom is by far the most fulfilling job I've ever taken on. Sending all my love, oh, sending love to all the superhero mothers out there. Big hugs to the women who have been pregnant during this challenging time. And then she just posted all these pictures. She basically photo dumped her baby on us. And he is so cute. He's so chunky. Chunky. He chunky. He looks just like her. (laughs) But then I'm just mad that each outfit was like designer. That she posted. Yes, put your baby in some regular stuff. <laughs> well, because... the first picture she posted, he's like in regular oh, yeah. clothes. Okay. And then, like, this second picture, he's in Fendi. And he got the nerve to have a chain. Burberry. Papa Bear. <laughs> so, do he not Versace. have a name, or is she just not telling us his name? 
I have no idea. I think I think I saw something where she kind of just has not chosen a name for him yet, which I feel I like mean, is I'm not surprised because I think it's a lot of pressure for her to figure out a name that makes sense. But celebrities have weird names for their kids anyway. Yeah, and they be like, I feel like they. I feel like celebrities just be like, all right, that name kind of defined my career. Let me slap my kid. Yes, like, why do they do that? Like, why? Like, Ice, Ice Main, uh, Yes, Gucci and Keisha finally had their baby and named them Ice. Like, but it makes sense for them, though. (laughs) You gotta admit, it makes sense. It's it's stupid. Oh my gosh. can we get? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how we I would get feel John about Smith being named. here. Um, <clears throat> no, Ice. They can't name him John Davis. Wall. Wall up. That's like your whole your whole identity is your parents' like career. Yeah, it's is you know mm-hmm. is Ice Davis the Ice or is it Ice say? Is there asterisk? No, it has to just be ice. And then you got culture. Now that was cute. It was still cute, but it actually did end up end up being cute for her. Like when Cardi says it to her, I'm like, okay, culture. But that's 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 Offset's career. Everything about Migos, like culture, was like their whole thing. The culture, the culture. I don't know. It's a, it's. I don't at know. least they spelled it with a K. It was cute. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I was kind of mad at it at first, but now I'm like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what she names him. He's super cute. A blessing to the world. Super happy for Nikki. She's finally a mom. That's, that's all crazy. she ever wanted. <laughs> you think that's all she ever wanted? I feel like, I feel like it was did. a point in Beyonce's career where it was like, you know she won't kids. Like, you know she won't kids. Did and then when, you think when so? Blue finally came, it was like, yeah. I Yeah, I feel like that too, but I don't know if I could ever really think of where I feel like I knew Beyonce wanted kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're more of a Beyonce fan than I am, so you might know more. But I just mm-hmm. feel like Nikki always kind of talked about kids. Having a family and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like in her videos and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, you could kind of tell. I forget what video that was, but she kind of depicted like this family life. and She always just talked about wanting kids, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. That's part of the reason I feel like <laughs> she was kind of mad at uh, what's that child name Cardi B because she knew she got this popping ass album and it's her first album. She getting all similar endorsements that Nikki, Nikki was did. getting, and she got married and she had a kid and, and she's twenty. <laughs> yeah, she's twenty five and still popping. The next stop since, yeah, and no. I feel like maybe you know she was kind of like mad at herself for not just following just her heart it. and doing what she wanted to do. Yeah, for so sure. she was kind of taking that out on her. Mm-hmm. But that's just my own personal interpretation of everything. You know, I, I mean, I think a lot of that was like kind of that. What do you call it? Projecting. Yeah, yeah. Like she was projecting for sure onto her. Because I mean, they might have actually had like some issues, but I feel like a lot of it was some projection, especially with her going on Queen, Queen Radio and doing like all that screaming and yelling and shit. Like, girl, <sighs> girl, <Yeah. laughs> come. You're up here, Nikki. I need you to come down. Come right. More notches, please. She Thank even come out of there talking about stormy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yelling and I'm now burr, let burr, somebody burr, do that to Papa Bear, she gonna be mad, pissed, pissed. So yeah, no, 
But I'm so excited for her to have this. He is so cute. He's Look at so the chunky cute. butt. I'm looking at the pictures on Instagram right now. Okay. He's so cute. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next. Does Nikki on the have some end. other things going on with her right now? Oh, shit. Yeah, she does. So, Tracy Chapman. Chapman. Um, so, she sued Nicki Minaj, I believe, for using a sample mm-hmm. uh, against her wishes. or She yeah. didn't get approved for a sample. Um, yeah. So, Tracy Chapman won 450K in a copyright suit against Nicki Minaj. Didn't she file that in like was it early twenty twenty or like twenty nineteen? Do you know? Um, on here it says she yeah. filed that in twenty eighteen, October twenty eighteen. Right, because the song she did and this is what's kinda like messed up about it. The song and wasn't it, on the album. Yeah, it wasn't on the album. Somebody leaked it to Funk Master Flex. That's and the name, right? It, yeah. Funk Master Flex, Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. And he played it. And therefore, it leaked out into the internet, you know, mm-hmm. never to be recollected and again. just because it played on the radio, probably that one time. I wonder, did he play it multiple times? But just because it leaked out to that Well, radio what station. I think it is, is I think Funk Master Flex has a, uh, a XM radio show. Mm-hmm. And they recorded as well. So they record it. So it goes online, like YouTube and stuff. And then... You know, oh, it's recorded so over radio. So oh, now people yeah, are dubbing right. it. There's dubs of the show. And I don't know if they pulled that show or not or that segment for the show or not, but it's the internet. Once it's out there, it's, it's out, out there. there. And you know how you know how them barbs are? They gotta have everything. Hey, don't be having the barbs attack us on the first episode now. We I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying they they have to have everything. And everybody's like that. The yeah. the the what are, what is Cardi B's? The Barties. The Barties. I mean, just think about right now on TikTok. There's like part a portion, a small portion of a scissor song that kids are dancing to. And it's like it was a snippet from something that she played on Instagram or something. Yes, it's not even like an it's actual song. It's not even song. an actual song. So just to see how that something like that can go viral. Yeah. A lot of people were mad because they like the song wasn't actually on the album. But when you put it like that, like yeah, if it's on a it's YouTube video forever. of a show and it can continue to play or people take it and people take put it, it on YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. then like it's out there at that point. Yeah. And, and this is her work. That was used as a sample that wasn't approved by her. So And like Tracy Chapman, she's a singer songwriter. She don't play. Yeah, songwriters about don't play her about their stuff. Shit. Like she's I don't know it, you know, if you're unfamiliar with her, she has that song. What's it give Give me one reason. I can't go listen give to Give me one more reason. <laughs> <laughs> Listen they to Give Me One More Reason. It's on movies. It's on songs. Yeah. I mean, it's on commercials. It's on everything. And she got a couple songs like that, like, used to be in movies. like All the time, the from, the like, time. 2000s and the 90s. Yeah. So she won every coin. Yeah. Especially since if she's not making a new music right now, she's probably continuing and getting that coin from these copyright deals or whatever. Yeah. That's from album. her ownership of her music, so... I mean, and that makes I'm sense. It's hers. Her. It's hers. Do I think, what was it, 480 million? How much was it? 450K. Oh, 450,000. And I think it was Questlove replied to like the tweet, like with the headline, and he was like, Nikki kind of got away cheap because normally them copyright infringement 
Yeah. Um, with songwriting and shit, like people be paying like millions of dollars. Yeah, like uh, what was it, Robin Thicke? How much did he pay to Marvin Gaye's estate? Everything. <laughs> it was like a lot. It was like millions know. of dollars, wasn't it? I know it wasn't like billions, but it was like millions of dollars. I'm about to see. For Blur Lines, yes. So Robin Thicke and Pharrell had to pay $5 million. $5 million. To Marvin Gaye's, to Marvin Gaye's estate. For, for Blur Lines. And it was a very like, it was very controversial because it wasn't like in a direct draw from a song in particular, but it, it definitely like, was a groove. When it came out, I was like, huh. And it, it give it with all the yelling and stuff in the background. It get it Everybody definitely get gave up. me a Marvin Gaye vibe. <laughs> if they it gave me a got to give it up vibe. And I thought that was the sample, but mm-hmm. you know. And it's eh. crazy. We talked about that too, like artists pulling from like when you're a creative or uh uh, uh, artist or a producer or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Like, you're gonna pull inspiration from somewhere. From somewhere. But I think you have to... You have to make when it When you own. pull that information, you need to play the song for other people or mm-hmm. put it out there or, like, I don't know. And so that I, people can be like, oh, well, I know this sounds good, but it kind of sound like got to give it yeah. up. So th- maybe we should, you know, like, I feel like there could be more of a connect with that because obviously we draw inspiration from so many places and mm-hmm. sometimes you put out work and it's like dang like I mean, was I too inspired like yeah. <laughs> but you know like hip hop's very foundation obviously was pulling from disco and funk records mm-hmm. but they made it their own right and that's the thing you have to make it your own you can be inspired but you have to do your own thing too at the same time if mm-hmm. you gonna consider yourself to be a creative or artist you can't just be you know copying Pasting everything. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I think I think if he would have like if somebody would have spoke up and been like, Oh, this sound real familiar, like they But it's for real. What you gonna tell for real? <laughs> Who gonna tell for real? I don't know. I don't know. That I feel like they could have avoided that just by letting some other people getting some putting and it, it through some other so outlets before big. they just it was, it was it was such song was a huge. big song that summer. That was my jam. <laughs> Even though people was really kind of upset about the video, that was still my jam. But anyway, getting off topic. <laughs> so we talked about Nicki Minaj. Next is um, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Well, first of all, praise the Lord, Ashanti is COVID free. <laughs> Your face like looking like that. Ashanti is COVID free. I'm glad she's COVID free. However, the fact that she acted that she was so surprised. That she had it. Girl, you've been yeah, glow no, She has been traveling. I mean, she looks good. That is the only reason I follow her on Instagram, because she looks beautiful. Like, that is inspiration right there to maybe go to the gym. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my good sis, she's been traveling. I mean, and that's fine, but she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm like, girl. God, it's the devil. No, girl. It's literally it's you traveling all over the place. <laughs> So now versus is postponing. So they were supposed to do the versus on January 9th, which would have been the day we were recording today. That would have been today. Um, so they postponed it again. They said 
Versa sent out an Instagram press release. This has been an emotional week. In addition, as COVID-19 numbers continue to increase, safety is a top priority for us. As much as we enjoy having everyone together in the same room, <clears throat> makes no sense. That was me. <laughs> to protect the artists and everyone who works with us in putting the shows together, we'll, we'll be going back to separate locations for a bit. We're excited for the next few events and look forward to getting back to the show in the coming weeks. And then it says Ashanti versus Keisha Cole coming soon. And that's all it says. It doesn't say an actual date. Um, but I thought it was stupid. They they just the whole in a beanie man. <laughs> the whole point of it was for it to be social distance or something fun for people to watch while we were in quarantine. Like when Jill and Erica did it, they were just like in their own spots. That was the point. The best one <laughs> thus far. <laughs> Yeah, I like that one, and I like the Pat when Patty and Gladys did it. But Patty and Gladys were again in the same room, which I feel like it's kind of bad but, because they're yeah. older yeah. women too. Yeah, it's you know I understand everybody tired of it. It is a pain. I'm about tired of wearing a mask. Yeah, but um, you forget your mask a lot in the car. Huh? <laughs> I said you forget your mask a lot. Yes, in the car. man, getting extra steps in because get I get to the door like God damn it, three fourths to the. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, it's uh, I get it, but you know, it, it needs to be how it was before. It needs to be how it was before, and you know, there are professional connections that y'all can do. Y'all can send a crew <laughs> to somebody's Literally. house, or if y'all gonna do it in these studios like y'all have been, have them do it in the dressing room or something. Y'all can. It's many a ways to do this. Timberland and 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 Swizzy. Yeah. Without being in the has made room. millions of dollars. They can send out a nice little crew, and I'm sure Keisha D. Cole has her own little uh, setup crew. Whatever they can go to a studio and do it as I long as as out. long as it's not like Teddy Riley and who was that? <laughs> I don't even Babyface. Yeah, that was a Teddy catastrophe. Let's not rely on these um, artists' Wi-Fi connection. Y'all should just do it y'all say. <laughs> Yeah, just set it set it up or take a like, nice hot spot down there or something, whatever. Do yeah, something. I don't know, but they need to go back to how it was. And I don't know, like, do people still really want to see the Ashanti versus Keisha Cole since it's been postponed? Twice? It's been dragged out so much, and we already know who's gonna win. Keisha, yeah. <laughs> I was seeing I was team Keisha when it started. Like, Same. I love it. We love Ashanti. Like, yeah. she definitely has his. She's definitely done a lot. During that time, too. She did a I lot mean, for J-Lo. I'm sorry, go ahead. She, she did, did a lot, lot for J-Lo period. as well. She did a lot, period. Yeah. Um, but, like, come on. Keisha got the deep cuts for me. I'm she sorry. She got the deep cuts. But we can we can talk about that all day. I love so you. Let's <laughs> and I want you. That's what you chose. And I need you. Because I, I bring you. And I need you. And I want you. <laughs> and you haven't sent. Okay, it, this is not on the versus page, but, but I night. guess <laughs> I'm trying to change the subject. Okay, I'm sorry. Anthony Hamilton versus music, but it's not on versus official page. I've just been seeing Negroes uh, <laughs> post that around. <laughs> I mean, Are you, would that, you be excited to see that? I'll be excited to hear Anthony Hamilton sing, but as we know on these verses. A lot of people do not sing. The only person I can recall singing for real was Patty and Gladys. Yeah. 
them other ones. But what was cool about the verses at first is we used to get like this little background information, like when Jill and Erica were doing theirs, like they was like, oh, so for this video, I remember yeah. when I called or Quest like love or something like or like how we found out the only song that Erica Badu has ever sang by some that somebody else wrote was I got you and Jill wrote it. Oh, you got me. Yeah, you got me. And Jill wrote it. And that was just so cute to me. Jill was like gushing over that. I would be too. I'm like, oh my God. The only song that she ever sang for somebody else was by me. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was giving you like these little tidbits. Now they just get up there and they say, well, I feel like with uh, Monica and Brandy, we got a little bit more insight into some things. Did we? Well, we we know why Monica. I enjoyed it, regardless. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was cranking up. But when Monica and was talking about how, like, when she first came out, she felt like she had to sing a certain way. And you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. And I did not realize that that girl was like, it was one song on her first album. She said she was like 13, 13 when she recorded it. And I'm just 13, like, this 13, is coming out of a 13-year-old? Yeah, she was very young. Monica yeah. been in the game a long time. It still looks good. Good. I follow her Instagram. I love her Instagram. It fits. Yeah. She serves. She was dressing so cute. She oh. was so cute on a uh, on the uh, verses. She was. Brandy always giving Bohemian. Bo- she, <laughs> <was>. <laughs> she always giving Bohemian. Shea butter auntie. Shea butter baby. She, butter she definitely auntie. on her Shea butter baby shit. But uh, you know why? Man. I think it's because she's probably a little bit thicker than what she's used to being. Because Brandy was like. You know, like the pinnacle of like black girl skinniness. Yeah. No, like black girl celebrity. Like she literally had a show. She had music. She That's had Barbie true. dolls. She's like, the black girl Britney Spears. She was in that Cinderella Even movie. Britney Spears didn't have no movie too. So. But yeah, she was she like was everywhere. So I think her image is a little bit different. That's true. She now. Thick now. So I don't know. Maybe that's why, or maybe yeah. that was really just her style all along. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but she just want to let her know thick is it. <laughs> so, but yeah, right. it's cool. I'm cool with it. Yeah, but and okay, we done with that one. Yeah, I was just gonna say my final words. I just think, um, I don't know, versus is not as genuine as it used to be now. As yeah, it, as it was when it started, but. It's yeah. a lot happening, yeah. but uh, now they got endorsements and stuff, so they're making money off his, off of it. Of so course, they're gonna and keep that's doing. Why it. Like they literally be sitting there with Ciroc bottles, like it's Ciroc. But, but then be sitting over there <laughs> drinking Duce in the corner. <laughs> Ciroc be right there untouched, <laughs> and they had their own little stuff on the side drinking Duce or whoever, yeah. whatever. But yeah, right. It okay. is what it is, and we'll we'll watch the ones that we you know okay. we feel like tuning into, you know. All right. Well, last, but definitely not least, because I feel like this kind of shook some people up a little bit, is um, Will I Am was in the news uh, last week. It was like New Year's Day. William. Um, he did an interview. It says, Will I Am admits it hurts a little bit that Black Eyed Peas isn't considered a black group. William. This William. man, he the only mm. black person in that group. That other man is nah, Asian he and Filipino. Latina and a, oh, a Filipino. I thought he was Filipino. But what about the other black guy with like the mohawk? I think, ain't he Filipino? I thought the little light skin with the long hair was Filipino. Hold on. Sorry, this is rude, you guys. Okay. 
and a white. But a white girl is like the main singer. Okay, but anyway, outside of that, I'm we're gonna circle back to that. But outside of that, uh-huh. I let's listen to the music that y'all make. Note that I just said let's the other black man the here. other black man in the group had a mohawk. Note that <laughs> I, I said that. <laughs> so who do you think that they making music for? Yeah. Let me, I'm going to read what he said. He Go said, ahead. when you think of black eyed peas, it's no longer urban or black culture, which is, it's not good for a black community that black eyed peas is not looked at as a black group because we had international success. William. Okay. No. So, Taboo, the little light-skinned dude, his real name is Jamie. Girl, what ethnicity? What Louise. Gomez. I told you Latina. Okay. And then the other one's Apple D E A P however Apple D A P whatever. It, his real name is Alan Lindo. Oh, he is Filipino. Yeah, you Oh, he's just really brown. Okay. Yeah. But that's fine. Yeah, which makes sense. That's fine. That makes sense. He's actually from the Philippines. Anyway, so this is a multicultural group. <laughs> this is a multiracial group. <laughs> this is a group of colors. Of color. Colors, color. but not necessarily just black But it's people. not necessarily a yeah. black group yeah. by what Americans define as black. Especially back then. Like, now we're getting more hip and, like, I feel like the Latinx community is getting more in tune with their blackness. Mm-hmm. But um, back then, in the 2000s, you was either black or you ain't. Yeah, no, they was not making music for black people. And then, and that was my next statement. They was not making music for black people. No. My humps. My humps, my humps, my humps. Granted, that was on the 106 Apart Countdown, but it was Where also on TRL. <laughs> <laughs> so, what many people don't know or what people were figuring out is Black Eyed Peas was actually like a black, like they made like hip hop music. Before they went pop, so like it was Will I Am and the two dudes, and it was a lead singer. Her mm-hmm. name was Kim, Kim. Kill. I've heard about this. I've heard about it even back then. And so they had but more I've of like a tribe music called Quest feel like that. I never heard it. So like, I mean, I feel like it's too far back for like us. Like, what year was this? This was. I don't know. I just feel like it was too far, a little bit too far back for us. Okay, that 1995? first... 1995? I see 1998, and the only people on here is William, uh, Apple, or whatever his name is, and Taboo. Mm-hmm. This was 98. They got a song called KD Says. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hand. I don't know. I've never listened to that. I've never seen this. And then they have another album called Bridging the Gap with them three. That's 2000. And then in 2003, here come Fergie. So at what point did they record anything with with Kim? It was before that, before they completely switched over. Mm. So she came out with, like she was saying that basically that's BS. You can't consider Black Eyed Peas the black group when you had a white girl in the front, front of the y'all group. let's get retarded <laughs> no. let's get it started no 
Okay, that's what it's called. It's right here. Let's get retarded. That's no, what the name of the not. song is in 2003. Oh, and I remember it was time. a big issue because they were saying retarded. That's why they changed it to get it started. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah, I remember that. Because that was when, you know, everything started being more politically that correct. But it's it's let's get it started right not here. Right. Let, it said let's get it, let's get retarded right here on Spotify. Oh my God, and then if you scroll down, me. it said let's get it started, Spike Mix. <laughs> they changed it. That oh was their song. That was what I guess people did say that word like super freely. Yeah. And then after but that, still no. You oh had Monkey God. Business, and I had that album. And that was a very pop album. It was pop. It was definitely pop. Pump it. Louder. Pump it. <laughs> but yeah, they had all of that. All of oh that. My it, gosh, this, that's crazy. This and so basically, just to make a long story short, or a longer story long. What he said was some bullshit. What he Black said was some bullshit because the only reason we know y'all is because y'all make these pop songs mm-hmm. that was geared toward the pop audience. Well, was, and and they were trying to get on Billboard. They were trying yeah, to they was geared team. toward a bop, a pop audience. And in 2003, who was a pop audience? White people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. White people. I mean, granted, so I think that black people listen to it because there was a black person in the group. There, I think people listen to it because some of it was a vibe. Like, my humps was a little oh, yeah. vibe. And they play a skate rink all the time. Yeah. But, like, you not going to no. pull up and hear somebody really pumping black eyed peas like that, oh. rolling down Mac and Bewick. I mean, I think it's fine to give them their recognition. They definitely were huge in the time that they were out. They were huge. I don't think that you can come up here and be like, so we a black group or no? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just because you rap don't mean you can necessarily be considered a black group. And I don't know. I just guess my issue is with his statement, not necessarily whether the fact he's a a black group or not, because he says he, he feels like, I guess he feels like that people don't feel like he made black music, but sir, you did not. No. At least not the music that you recognized for. No. Because even when you do songs for other people, listen to what they sound like. Like Nicki Minaj is a prime example. She did this song, what was that on Pink Friday? I can't remember what it's called. It's a pop album. That what? Is, I said it. That it's a pop is another album. conversation for another day. I'm sorry. We really getting a barb started up today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the bars. I was a barb at one no, point. I was not. I, I was. I was mad when her album came out. I love Nicki Minaj up until a certain point. I was mad when her album came out because I wanted it to be a rap album because I was listening to like the mixtape shit. Yeah, me too. Itty bitty piggy. Itty bitty piggy. All right. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> That's the name of the song on Nicki Minaj album. You yeah. got you had your chance and opportunity to make you a but nice. But you don't want to do that. You wanted to. Black we song. understand. I get it. I get it. You want to make pop music. You want to be That's big. Fine. You want to make money. And that's fine. That's fine. Just at the end but of the day. But don't come try to come back and, and pretend like, like oh, we, damn, oh. we ain't part of the culture. Yeah, <laughs> pretend like we don't appreciate you. We appreciate you for making pop songs. Get out of here. What else do you want? Anyway. Yeah, we'll still get down to my humps. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. That was pretty much the music news. It was a lot because we kind of weren't going to talk about a lot. And then a lot of stuff kind of happened over these last couple of weeks. So, hey, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Next, we got new music. Mm-hmm. 
Really, the main thing we need to talk about is uh, the goat, the run, the running queen. Come on, Jasmine. Jasmine came out with hotels, and uh, I think, I mean, I mean, some people might hate on it, but. It's a Why? good it's a good project. Why would some people hate on it? It's a solid project. I think it's a really solid project for R and B for sure, especially women in R and B right now. And she said it's not an album, so she said it's an EP. Cause I was when it came out, I was like, dang, there's a lot of interview interludes. It's only technically eight songs. Is it eight songs? Yeah. I thought it was like I think it's eight songs. It's like fourteen tracks on here, but like the other ones are interludes. So, but she said it's a EP or, you know, a short project. So, that's fine. I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it. Um, you gotta pick up your feelings. That's always that was a she she was good for bringing it out. With a, so, you know. like when Lost Ones came out, at first I was like, but Lost mm-hmm. Ones is a good song. though. it's a little bit more of a like an emotional song. Yeah, and I guess that's why it took me a second. It sounds so good in the album though. Like after it's, that interlude, it's and that so girl talks about like in the interlude before Lost Ones, she talks about how like she was with another girl and she cheated on her and she knows she fucked up. Yeah, and, and then it was this like the worst heart just come on and it's like doom mm-hmm. doom doom. <laughs> it it really gave me a new appreciation for that song, even though you know I really liked it because you could really like feel it mm-hmm. i feel like she probably should have did pick up your feelings as the single first and then that one but yeah, then it probably would have made a little bit more sense you think but i, I know care. i think it's it fine. i think it would have get it be, i say that because of that tiktok challenge mm-hmm. um that song she got with what's his name from insecure why you gotta be so insecure? Oh, when people was doing it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that. And I feel like I feel like she was trying to piggyback off of that. But pick up your feelings is a mad runaway. That's a marathon. She running so much. <laughs> there. She should have just pulled that first. And it was a more upbeat song. <laughs> and it's. And so I think yeah. that's why I feel like it should have been a single first. But I mean, either way, I don't care. I loved it. I love it. And both. she just came in spitting. She's like, yeah, yeah. She was spitting. Yeah. So yeah. And then she got some amazing features on here. Like, Aaron, she really pushed these artists to sing on this album, too. Like, Ari. She pushed Ari, and I think her and she her on. and her together is a good mix. You too. didn't hear Ari hit a e he. <laughs> Ari was like, all. "I'm gonna hit these notes, nigga." Because <laughs> you know, I'm Ari, singing with Jasmine. Solid band will be e he real fast. Yeah, she wasn't, be playing around. Yeah, she wasn't playing. She was singing, and yes, her and Jazz, like they her, sound good like together. Her the singer, not her Ari and Lennox, but her the singer H E R. Sound very good together. Yeah, I didn't their watch. Tones sound real good. Their tones match. They like a nice little alto. Alto nice blend. Blend an uh, alto blend <laughs> in heaven. It's like something nice and smooth that came from Starbucks. And it's a cold winter like, night. If I just and had just, to have someone sing me to the pearly gates, yeah, I would be fine with them too doing it. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the segment. But they had a um, 
you know, a tiny desk together. I just saw a clip. You know, a church kid. I'm saying, sing them to see me to the pearly gates. Like, I want them to be carrying my casket out, and I want both of them to be harmonizing, going up yonder. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> A nice Thank slow God. down version. I'm going up yonder. <laughs> yes. That sounds so good. That's yeah. kind of morbid, but I'm serious. It was very nice and warm. It was like. Oh, and then she got the song with Anderson Peck. I enjoyed it, but I always enjoy Anderson. Anderson, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. That's that's going to be have to have to be like <laughs> a special segment or something. But yeah, and the interludes. I don't know. The interludes were, were cool. I mean. I like the interviews. I like how they were just kind of like telling their truth <laughs> on the table, on just the ta- like that. Except for that one girl, she kind of pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know why it pissed me. The one who was like, "I'm gonna be honest, money make me come." Oh, yes. and I'm she just like, so "This girl crazy. is so surface." But I only and she explained why. But I'm gonna say why she surfaced because she was talking about money make me come. But what she was talking about was really people ambition. She attracted yes. to ambition, which makes sense. And, you know, she probably has, like, this Instagram-esque idea about herself about, you know, uh, But I think that's the point, though, because this album, play, this EP, plays a lot off of reality show. Oh, Jasmine's yeah. Jasmine's previous album. Yeah. Like, she had mascara. So she said hood. Yeah. She had hood love. She had, mm-hmm. like, songs like that on there. Yeah, I can see that. And I think really resonate with like the social media. Culture. It was just that girl in general. I don't know who she was. She's kind of irritating. But me. I feel but like that's, that's what I'm mean. saying. I feel like that's why like stuff like that was in there. Oh I yeah, I get. I connect her discography. Yeah, for sure. So this one goes out to Jasmine Sullivan. When the real album comes, says <laughs> I know. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine is one of those. She disappears. She disappears and she come back and she give us bops. I mean, not even Bob. She just really gives us solid music. Yeah, classic song. Pick up your feelings. I'm going to be singing that 20 years from now. Yeah. I'm still singing uh, Forever Doesn't Last Too Long in the car. I'm still singing <laughs> Lions, Tigers, and Bears. We're still singing Lions and Tigers and Bears. So. <laughs> I'm not scared of nothing. <laughs> Honestly, what was the one, uh, the little, like, kind of... Reggae beat uh, when she oh, first need came you out. bad. Yes, that's I Missy Elliott you. though. You right. <laughs> <laughs> that's also gonna have to be reserved for another segment. But yeah. you are absolutely right. But again, here we are. You almost, know, Missy contributed a lot. To what has been almost? R&B. It's been at least ten years since that came out. Still singing it. It's been ten years. It's gotta be. We I old. feel like I was in college when that came out. College, Maybe high school. High school. That was definitely high school for me. You know, my timeline is messed up. Yeah, that was 2008. Yeah, that was high school. So, yeah. Yeah, Jasmine's been my girl since the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm always here for it. Where that them baby? (laughs) 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 I can't do it. I'm going to mess it up. I can't do it. (laughs) Hello, Jasmine. No, shout out to her. Shout out to her new album. Everybody go stream it because she's not like the most mainstream artist. Please. So please go stream it a million times and support Jasmine. We and love I Jasmine thank, over here. I thank whoever started that run challenge on TikTok. That was a lot. That was respect. I 
respect, respect you. <laughs> I love you because I feel like if this, if that did not happen, you know who this I think started that. I think uh, the Instagram page they have the range started that because they be starting them challenges or somebody on Twitter be doing it. But whoever, yeah. whoever you are, if you listen to this, I love you. Call me up. Hit yeah. me up on Instagram at Shelly She. S H E L L I S S H E. If you love R and B, they have the range. Is definitely um, a page to follow because they always posting like people singing R and B covers, mm-hmm. people doing their runs and mm-hmm. hitting them notes. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that you know get my Make little church kid one. heart going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Other than that, we just had like some singles come out. Um, Nail. N A O, our good, <laughs> our good old Brit, Happy our good old Brit. We going over, over the water. Um, she came out with a single. I hope that you remember. It's called Antidote. It's giving you more. Um, what do you call it? Um, Afrobeat. Yep. Give you more of that, but it's a good, it's a good vibe. Something to pick you up in these uh, trying times. Mm-hmm. She should be coming out with an album soon because she had that song with. Uh, well, she dropping random singles, so I would hope that mm-hmm. she working on something. I've enjoyed them. Yes, the me too. Um, and then Division came out with a Use Somebody, which is a cover of <sighs> Kings of Leon, right? Oh, yeah. Use somebody. You know you got to use somebody. Someone like you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. They play that in the store all the time. All I see is myself in H&M. <laughs> All they, I see is myself before I was 21. They that shit at Lifetime all the time. I'm like, <laughs> pumping iron, like, yep. I, I got to use somebody. <laughs> Someone like you. What I feel like that, oh, like the singing in the background gets you pumped up in the gym, And the guitar. Probably. The guitar. Oh, just, and the guitar, it's too. Just, dang, dang, so basically, dang. Division stripped it and singing it real slow. And then I don't like it. He sang it the exact opposite of how that man sang that song. <laughs> Which takes all the effect out of it. It's I'm the sorry. most emo, and I love Division. It's the most emotionless song. It sounds like the karaoke version of the real version. Yeah, it sounds like he just was like, "Hey, it's, I'm about to do." Is very choppy. You yeah. know, I got to you. So he don't even. He don't even. He don't even hit the you. He just. You know I, got I got to you, you somebody. somebody. He just made it more boring, and I don't appreciate that. Nah. Um, and then I just want to shout out Mac Ayer's album Magic Eight Ball. I still haven't listened to it yet, but I uh, loved his previous project, Ooh. Juice Box. The white boy, the white boy who played the guitar and sing R and B, Mac Ayer's. Oh yes, yeah. I don't know why I was acting like I don't know this man. The white yes. boy, <laughs> yeah, the white boy. That's but yeah, he always make vibey music, and I'm yeah. excited to listen to it. I just haven't listened to it yet. It's called Magic Eight Ball. Um, so mm. I'll probably talk about that next week. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it for new music. Um, so since, you know, it's the beginning of the year, um, we wanted to kind of have y'all get to know us a little bit more in our musical taste. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do what we heard, but this is going to be our top 10 albums of the year edition. Yep, top 10 albums of 2020. Top 10 albums of 2020. And pew, don't pew. be hitting me up. I don't care that... Your girl ain't on this list, and y'all gonna see who it is, because y'all gonna be mad at me, but she ain't on it. Oh, you already starting it off with a fire. <laughs> Jesus. But you can go first. Go ahead. 
Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. You want me to go from like low? <laughs> yeah. 10, ten to number nine, one. Eight, count, yeah. count countdown. Down. Come this on. 106 and pop. 106 and pop. 106 and podcast. 106 and podcast. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> my bad. All right. So for my number 10, I have Chalumbo Janaiko. That's my number 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a really smooth album. I really love that album. Um, I liked more songs than I thought I did. That's why I put it on my number 10. Because I thought I really didn't like a lot of them. But when I went back through it, I was like, dang, I really liked a lot of these songs. And I played them like in my rotation. So mm-hmm. On um, the vinyl. Yeah, you buy the vinyl for the album that oh you Oh, yeah, I, I bought the vinyl. That you felt like you didn't like that much, but then you listen to the vinyl and you'd be like, hmm, dang, I actually did like more than... Okay. Um, Number nine is F the World, Brent Fias. Brent Fias is a uh, problematic fave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, another one that got all the vinyl. <laughs> all of them. Um, number eight I have Positions by Miss Ariana Grande. <laughs> Which, you know, people argue, is it an R&B album? Is it a pop album? It's a pop album. I feel like I have very valid arguments. Um, I don't care. It was a bop. She has some really good songs on there. Uh, Victoria Mo- Monet is my girl, and she writes, like, mm. most of it. So I I was here for it. I was ah. here for it. I, you can listen to it pretty much straight through. It's a vibe. She sounds good. Mm-hmm. Ari in her bag right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <Sign up. laughs> Number seven, I have Detroit 2 by Big Sean. Um, Big Sean, that was a really solid project from home for real. Mm-hmm. And being from the uh, west side of Detroit, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really good. A lot of songs are really good to bump in the car. Um, Big Sean on his holistic shit right now, but... He's still, I think his al- his albums are becoming a little bit more solid in yeah, his career. A little more focused. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. I messed this up because I put Brent Fias on it this twice. <laughs> so I messed up. I put him as number six and number nine. Okay, that's my bad. Mm-mm. So. So is he number six or is he number nine? I don't even, wait, I don't even know because I really messed this up. Who's my honorable mentions? Okay, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna change this up. So I'm gonna put um I'm gonna put number nine. I'm gonna put uh oh man, that's hard. I'm gonna put number nine, JoJo. JoJo. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Alright. So and then put Brent Fayez as number six? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, okay. So Brent Fayez number six. Five is Mantic by Ro James, which is a really good album. One of the best album R and B albums to come out for me this year. Mm-hmm. Uh four is Bubba by K Trinada. Mm-hmm. Hits on top of hits if you wanna just vibe out. Yeah. Um Number three is Jaguar, Victoria Monet. Touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Victoria Monet. She's uh, about to have her baby soon, too. Yep. We ain't even know that either. 
Number two is my girl, my original girl, Leanne Lahavas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leanne Lahavas, self-titled. She Aww. really, she really put her heart and soul into that album, yeah, she and she disappeared and came back. She came back. She came back strong. Album is a straight through listen, a whole mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. And then number one is Chloe Halley. <laughs> 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 I have to say, I've been standing Chloe and Halley this year. They are so talented. Like just seeing how young they are, seeing how they put this album together. It's R and B. It's pop. It's uh, electronic a little bit. Mm-hmm. They had disclosure. Uh, producer. They had disclosure. Disclosure. Do some disclosure. stuff. You know. Um, and they do like Chloe do a lot of does a lot of producing herself. It is it's a solid album from the first track to the end, and they gave us visuals all year. Beautiful visuals. Beautiful visuals straight from the tennis court. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my number one album on Spotify. Literally every other song was a Chloe and Halle song. <laughs> when my Spotify rap came out, it was all Chloe. It was mostly all Chloe and Halle. A lot of Leanne Lahavis um, and Victoria Monet and stuff, but it was a uh, Chloe and Halle for sure. And I pre I appreciate their music for real. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's my top ten. Okay. What you got going on over there, girl? I. I feel like it's pretty similar. That's crazy. I feel like some of the we so annoying. Yeah, some of the stuff is a little bit like in different orders, but I'm I had sure. Chalombo as number ten. Because I just love Janae Aiko. Like, I loved her before y'all even knew how to say her name the right way. <laughs> before y'all realized that she was on that uh, Pandemonium album on that last track. <laughs> Talking about you a dog. But you know. I feel like that's how everybody knew her, though. They was like, ain't that B2K and them cousins? No, nah, I feel like a lot of people did not realize that. When I would bring that up, people would be like, what are you talking about? And I had to pull out the Pandemonium album and put that nah. last track on. And he was like, oh. That's definitely where I recognize her from. Yeah. Like, I've seen this girl She before. was definitely in the Word Up. She was in the Word she Up. She was definitely in Word Up. Oh, Word Up. Mm, rest up peace, Word Up. Anyway. And then Positions came number nine. I love Ari. Dang, you put her at nine? Okay. Yes, I, put uh, I guess her at I nine. put her at eight. I don't know. I guess, like, I'm still. You love addi- Ariana Grande, so I'm surprised you kind of. I'm still addicted to Sweetener. <laughs> Niggas love that album, man. Man, it just feels so good. Like it's just a feel good album. And she was getting her little harmonies and stuff on. But this album was really good again because Victoria Monet did a lot of that writing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't such a Pharrell album like Sweetener, and then I, that's probably why I love Sweetener as well because it's a, it's Pharrell has. That Pharrell S can be powerful. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even realize it was Pharrell until like a couple of months after I started listening to it for real. Cause I didn't listen to it. I don't know how you didn't know the song Sweetener. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sweetener for sure. But like certain songs, you'd be like, oh, this this Pharrell too, huh? But anyway, after that, uh Brent Fayez, Fuck the World. Mm-hmm. Solid album. I feel like Brent always puts out pretty solid projects. Um, What's her song on there? Uh, who can I love when it's me? I can't love myself. <laughs> How in the hell could I possibly <laughs> love someone else? Oh, can I tell you my theory on Brent Fias? Oh, go, go ahead. Brent Fias, people love him so much because he sounds like one of the niggas who used to sing on Tupac songs all the time. 
Yes. Oh so my God. So I ain't mad at you. Yes. I and even like, oh, this one. Take these broken wings. <laughs> I need your hands to come and heal me. That's exactly how he sings. Yes. I didn't even think about no, he sings exactly like that era, and people love that era. I can fly, I can fly. <laughs> yes, he sings just like that dude, and nobody know who he is. Yeah, and nobody know who these people are. Well, that's somebody has to know who they are. I don't know, but I'm just saying that's exactly how Things he sings. So I think that's why same. he resonates with you know a lot of people. I can see that. Plus, he also gives like I don't know. Everybody keeps saying he's like the male Janae Aiko. I mean, I kind of see it, but not really. But also, I'm not, I've yet to figure out why. What's that man name? Bryson Tiller in Six Lack or Black or whatever you want to call him. Black Six. His name is Black. That's not how it's spelled, though, but it's okay. I'll be respectful. <laughs> black. Why? It's so hard for you to do. Brent Fire. <laughs> why are they more popular than Brent Fires? Brent Fires sing. You think they're more popular than Brent Fires? Brent Fires? Yes, everybody knows who uh, Black is and who Brent Fire is. I don't is. know. Bryson Tiller had a big summer when he came out with Trap Soul. So, um, yeah, that's probably why. But why is and that? And then he was on that song with Riri and DJ. <laughs> that Santana cover. did he even get to that point? I mean, I get, I get Bryson. Because he has such I a get, big summer. That was a huge But how summer. did he get there and Bryson Tiller has not? What you mean? You mean how did Bryson Tiller get there? I mean, Brent uh, and Brent Fias has not. I don't know. I give Bryson Tiller his pops. He did kind of come out with like that, like he definitely he popularized. He popularized that sound that like trap niggas so moody shit for right, for niggas. He popular, for niggas. You think he popularized or you think he just? Zoom, I feel like he popularized. On I'm not saying he created it. I'm not saying that he's responsible for it. I'm saying that he definitely pushed, he it, popularized pushed it out it. into the atmosphere a little bit more yeah. that summer, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. I love Trap Soul, even though and, uh, it's not like... I think I know like four songs. It's not like a a, 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 a musician's. <laughs> like, it's not like... It's not like somebody who's like a music snob. It's not going to be like your favorite yeah. album, uh-huh. you know? No, I'm not saying <laughs> you in particular. I'm oh. saying like anybody who's like a music snob. I don't think they'd be like in love with the album, but I don't know. Got some ratchet bops on there. Yeah, it is. It's cool. And that's I cool. mean, I give him his props. I just don't understand why Brent Fires. I mean, yeah, why Brent Fires has not reached that pinnacle yet. Because most people I come in contact with don't really know who he is. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like I was talking to my cousin. Maybe it's just older. And well, is it older or younger? No, she's only like a year younger than me. Oh. And she's like, Yeah, I just started listening to him. Hmm. And then well, you I'm know people need to listen to Brent Fayette. You know, uh Levon had not really listened to him. Hmm. Well y'all uh, listen to Brent Fayez, Fuck the World. Listen to all of Brent Fayez. Listen to all the albums. They're pretty solid. Even if you like if you go on Spotify, some of his albums come up as singles, but just click on them. And it'll, it'll like pop up like 10 songs on there and just click them. Yeah, it's cool. It's a vibe. It's a vibe for yeah. sure. All right. Anyway, next. Mm-hmm. So this one I had to kind of revisit because when it came out, I was in a place that. Oh, and you put this over Ari? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. 
Yeah, it it was. I was not in a place. I wasn't in a place to really listen to nothing unless it was like something like more a beat mm-hmm. and or angry. Anything too slow. Yeah. So it was it was good till it wasn't by Kalani. That's my number. What what number am I on? Eight. Mm-hmm. No. You on eight or you on seven? Seven. I'm on, on seven. seven. Mm-hmm. I'm on seven. Oh yeah, because you did Brent. It's a solid album from Kalani. I think it's not in my top though. It's a solid album from Kalani. I like the fact I love Kalani. I like the fact that she. I feel like she has had some gro- vocal growth, which is part of the reason why I also ranked it pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel. Even though, like, the concepts are kind of the same, I just feel like the writing is different. I'm not 100% sure if she wrote these or if she wrote them by herself or whatever. I'm not sure of the credits. But mm-hmm. the writing is different, and I feel like she definitely has grown vocally. She hasn't been, like, trying to squeak out them notes that she can't really hit for real. And I just feel like it was coming kind of from, like, a different place. I don't to know her. how she had the yeah. baby body. I guess she had had the baby body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So may, that maybe that's why it's different, but I don't know. I just it just kind of resonated with me a little bit I when I finally did Kalani. go back and listen to it. I was like, oh yeah, I really like this. Yeah, because the last like whole project that I liked from her was a uh, it was no uh dang what is it called? What album? you should be here. Oh, that little mixtape joint mm-hmm. EP. I guess it was, was it an album. Was it technically the first album? I don't know. But yeah, it kind of, um, yeah, it, it did take me back to that but a little she, bit Like more. you said, she was kind of forcing some She was some forcing some there. notes. And then, what was it? What was the other <laughs> one called? Jeez. Sexy. Sweet Sexy Savage. I didn't like that. Sweet Sexy Savage. I liked it. It, it wasn't just, for me. It just, it seemed like, you know, there was some A&R interjection. Yeah. I feel like they were trying to cross her over, trying to do a Taniche. Which fell for her as well, <laughs> but again, another segment, another day. Yeah, um, we love Tanache. We love Tanache. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was so excited when she was on Rent. Remember when they did Rent? Uh, what was that? You watched that? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, good for you. Go ahead. What's your next? <laughs> What's your next one? Can you? I watched it because Tanache was on it. Oh, anyway, the the support is real. We love you, Tanache. What we do? Anywho, <laughs> number six, boy, Big Sean, oh Detroit God, Two, so extra man. He put some Detroit classics on that boy. Was I was talking about an album called Boy. Okay. Big Sean, man, it was some Detroit classes on there. The I, I had to educate the younger generation about oh, soulful God. morning. Nobody was, well, no, I ain't going to say nobody. But a lot of these young, yeah, man, a lot of people was not hip to that. I'm like, how do y'all not remember? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But anyway. Sofa Morning by Sean Harris. He sampled it uh, on Body Language with Ty Dolla Sign and his boo, Janae. Janae. Um, 2088. 2088. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second because we know that you hate them too. What? <laughs> I don't hate them as a separate 
as separate entities, just as a unit, that's just as not 20, my favorite. Just as 2088? <laughs> just as 2088? Okay. But anyway, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, so, did, and I did not realize until maybe like a couple years ago that Soulful Morning was kind of like a, a regional classic. It's yeah, a Detroit thing. It was a Detroit thing until I was outside of Detroit. And yeah. People were like, what is I'm it? like, what? They play the hell out of that song all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely on the, uh, the Midnight Storm. When it's late. At night, and it's time to unwind. There's a very special place you can find. I forget what comes after that. It's the quiet storm. FM 98 is <laughs> the quiet song <laughs> on WJLV. Oh, my, my note or key was <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. And then, yeah. of course. As I can tell, we from Detroit. And, of course, and it had the Godzilla drop on there, too. Yeah, it did. Tell everybody who the baddest. <laughs> Honestly, Mike, if this wasn't R and B, girl, what is your next one? If this wasn't your list is taking forever. If this wasn't an R and B podcast, I probably would have had listed it number one. But anyway, (laughs) Uh, Roe James, Roe James, for uh, is it too much? Too much? Too much? Too much? Too much? That's too much. Best sample of an Usher song I've heard in a long time. Was that the song that sampled the Usher song? No, that it wasn't that song. Oh, I was about to say it. But yes, that was the vi- a, a very good sample. Go, what, song? Uh, what song was that? I forget. Dang, I'm having a brain fart. Well, while she's looking at it. Ro James. Uh, he's just a really good vocalist, and I feel like people don't appreciate him as well. But that was a really good album if you... Want some good old? Uh... Hey, now don't be getting us on no copyright. Right here, just this part. Right just this part. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's called Last Time, and he just used yeah. that part of um, what's the name? What if I tell you to? What is the name of that song? I, I don't know why I can't think of it because that song is in my head. But y'all we know what we're talking about. Right. We was listening to it the other day. R&B kids. It's on, it's on Confessions. It's one of them songs on Confessions. <laughs> I know that much. But anyway. Wait, it's not one of them Confessions. It's on Confessions? I swear it was on Confessions. Okay. No. Let's keep going because I really don't. I can't think of it right now. I swear it's on Confessions. Anyway. um, Number five. Manic. By uh, Ro James. Anyway, number four, Bubba by Kate Donna. Yours is the same as mine right here. Yeah, so I told you a lot of it's going to be the same. Kate Donna, solid. What are your favorite songs on the album? Girl, you know what my favorite song on there was. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I want you to just, I want you to sing it. <laughs> what was it? No, it's not. <laughs> Which one you think it is? I need it in the <laughs> I need it in the no. say go straining to get that. I need it in the What you need? What you need? <laughs> no, that's actually not my favorite one on there. 
Free Fall is my favorite one. Oh, with the rain. With the rain. The only reason I sang Needed as much. Yeah, the only reason Needed, I sang Needed as <laughs> Girl, turn that off. You go get us some copyright. Come on, <laughs> I'm only going to play it for like two seconds. Girl, we can't what? get copyrighted from Jerome two seconds, can we? I don't know. Maybe. Oh my God. <laughs> Tracy Chapman, do not look at it. <laughs> We ain't got no money. Our babies are not in Fendi, <laughs> Gucci, and uh, Girl, we can't afford, Burberry. We can't even afford babies. We have a dog. That's Barely all we can afford him. Pricey. <laughs> <laughs> it's pricey. <laughs> it's pricey. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Free Fall is my favorite one off of there. Only saying needed because you didn't like it at first. So I used to just sing it to get on your nerves. Well, Tanisha got a good song on there. You ain't got the worst Everybody's song on there is good. Moses. Oh my God. He had all the best features except for the Pharrell song at the end. That's, that was the only you one can that turn I turned it off like. after that. The song. And I'm glad it's at the end. <laughs> that Pharrell song was weird. It was not within the whole vibe of the album. At no, all. it was different. But listen to the features that he had on his album. He had Aman Omari, mm-hmm. Sir, yes. Mick Jenkins, Kaliukis. Yes. Masego, Van Jess, Estelle, Us- Charlotte Day Wilson, Charlotte that white girl who be singing, Golink, Duran, Duran be singing now, Duran, Tidra, Moses, come on now, mm-hmm. and Tanache. And even like his little interlude joints was like, it was a solid album. Yeah, it was very good. good it was very, very good. Very, very good. All right, what's the name? <sighs> My girl, Vicky Mo. Vicky Mo. Also known as <laughs> Victoria <color>. Monet. <laughs> Jaguar. Please Jaguar. Carry yeah. that on. Vicky Mo. <laughs> Vicky Mo. <laughs> and uh, I, Jaguar, man, that's just, I don't know. That was just a really good album to me. You know what song I can do without on um, Jaguar, but I'll listen to it. I'm sure I can experience. Guess. Yep, same. Same. But you know, she had to have a little pop joint on there to kind of like. You know, because she write pop music. She write for Ariana Grande. So, I mean, you know, she had to have a look. I mean, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I just can't. What's uh, your favorite on there? My <laughs> can I pick three? <laughs> pick No! <laughs> you can pick two. <laughs> Man. It's only like nine songs on the thing. I know, but I like Moment. I like Dive. I, might, I like Jaguar. I like Ass Like That and Touch Me. Go there with you is good, funny too. I don't want to go there with you. I like Big Boss. I even like that little. I like all of it. Yeah. I like all of it. The only one I can sit here and tell you I don't like is, I mean, and I'm not going to say I don't like it. It's just. And then she came out with a Christmas album, which was uh, orchestra arrangements of certain songs of Jaguar, which was so pretty. And it kind of sounded like Christmas songs at some point. Yes, it's so they, pretty. Yeah. Check that out if y'all get a chance. It's called A Jaguar Christmas, the orchestral arrangements. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good idea on her part. But uh, I don't know. Shout out to Vicky Moe. Hopefully you have a smooth rest of your pregnancy. She's looking like she was ready to pop on Instagram today. (laughs) (laughs) She was looking so tired. Like her her baby daddy, her boyfriend or whatever was tapering like uh, doing her Instagram, doing showing her Instagram stories, and she was just looking like nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right, get out of my face. <laughs> but yeah. she's still beautiful, and good luck on the rest of your pregnancy. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, what's next? Girl, next. 
You know what? I'm okay, so we could have did this together because it was basically the same <laughs> in the top five. Yeah, top five is the same. Lee and Lee Havis, self titled. Self titled. Uh, so good. We went to DC. We was in DC when this came out, and I listened to it the entire Yeah, we pretty time. much listened to it the entire time. Green Bittersweet Summer. Yes. When she came out with that, because she came out with that, was that the first single? No, I don't think it was. Yeah, but it was one Bittersweet. Of these Bittersweet was the first one. Bittersweet. Yeah, when that came out, I was like, oh, she back. Yeah, Bittersweet. And then I think it was Paper Thin. She back, 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 back. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was excited. That was just a good, vibey song. I just want to You have to listen to this album straight through. Mm-hmm. Read yeah. my mind. Green Papaya. Can't Fight. Paper Thin. No, I think. Was Can't Fight first? Can't find a way this love. I don't think so, no. But I think it was a single. It was a single, but it was not the first one. Okay, thinking. well, maybe. Yeah, Bittersweet probably was the first one. Yeah, but, man, I was so I would excited. say if you had to skip a song, you could probably skip Weird, Fitch- Weird Fishes because it's a it's a band. It's a cover. It is a, uh, oh, why am I blanking? It's one of them big white bands. I can't think of it right now, though. It's a Radiohead. Radio it's a Radiohead sample, yes. Uh, you can probably skip that if you are not a um, it's not like crossover s- kid. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> super rockish though. If you are not a crossover though. kid. She singer song right, smoothed it out. Oh, she definitely did. But um, it's good. But yeah. you can listen to the album straight through. Especially if, if you, you like- had to skip one song, that'll probably be the only one, and that's it. Yeah. All right, number one. <laughs> Chloe and Allie. Period, <laughs> <laughs> period man. It's so predictable. Yeah, I I don't know. I just appreciate that they just young black girls making music the way they want to, how they want to. And it was just good. Like I cuz they got that B, that B support. Yeah, you know. And uh <laughs> well, we can at least say this. <clears throat> Chloe and Hallie got a little bit more support than um June's diary. Then who? <laughs> then June's diary got with Kelly Rowley. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) So Kelly Rowland had a show on BET, and she was auditioning girls to be in a girls group because Destiny's Child. And she gathered five girls together. They're named June's Diary. You didn't watch the show? No. She did absolutely nothing with them after the show. I do not even. But all of the girls can sing. Hmm. And it was weird because they were on tour and they were like opening for like R. Kelly and like weird ass people. But n- yeah, not hmm. crickets, crickets. So it's nice to see art- <laughs> artists <laughs> that have like the backing of a bigger artist. And, yeah, you know. cause uh, yeah, I don't but yeah, wow. Um, but yeah, come on, the whole thing, the intro, for- forgive me. Their just voices are so beautiful and baby, they just harmonize so well. It's just baby <laughs> Do it for the girl. Okay. Can I listen to the, the album or you gonna sing the whole album? I'll sing the whole do, do, Oh just my god. Do. <laughs> I must be a little tipsy. Okay. You know it's my shit. Busy boy. Busy, busy boy. <laughs> 
That was our top tens. Those, Those are pretty are similar. Tens. I don't think anything was different besides like JoJo versus Kalani. Kalani. So we got honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. My uh, so I have on here. Just feel free to add if you want to. Okay. Bigger love, John Legend. Yeah, that was pretty good. He had a uh, your lips are my favorite mm-hmm. place. That's the song. <laughs> And then he had the song with um, what's the girl? With Janae Aiko. That song with Janae Aiko, and then the other girl, Coffee. He had the song. Oh that yeah, nice. that is my jam. That is such a feel good song. Yes. Um, to feel love slash loved, Luke James. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. I love Luke James. I just wish. I love you, love. I don't know. It's just oh something God. that be missing from his music, but I love his But the, I feel like this is a solid project, though, for him. It was, too. I like his music, but I feel like it's something that's missing, which is why he's not getting I don't think that. he's found his sound. I think he tries to do things like other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't it's think no he's found, like, his zone, it's not really his space. He's very Johnny Gillish when he sings. Oh, yes. So, I don't know. But I love that man. He's so fun. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. What else? Um, Savage Mode 2, 21 Savage. Yeah. I keep all my cars running. 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 <laughs> running. running, running. So 21 Savage and Metro Boom. Metro stepping Boomin on always uh, Stepping step on this. <laughs> yeah, Metro Boom and be coming out. He always collab with people. Uh, normally some bops on there when he collab. I like the one that he did with Offset and 21 Savage too. They had uh, yes. Ric Flair, Ric Flair drip. Go woo! On <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's fun to listen to in the car. Turn it up. Put yeah. turn your bass up and just have a good time. Yeah. Uh, good news, Megan Thee Stallion. This album had mixed reviews. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I don't. I People don't really was mad because it sound the same. Maybe just it's not, oh all the songs. People said all the songs sound the same. I don't know. My take on it is that I just know how the industry do people on their first album. And they try to keep it at a certain level of, I ain't even going to say decorum necessarily, but I feel like they wouldn't let her go balls deep in it like she did. What was, fever. what was that? Fever, yeah. Because like, they wanted it to be more palat- palatable. Yeah. After, after that Savage remix, I think they want it to be more like TikTok oh, sure. friendly, mm-hmm. which is why "Body Yadi Yadi" is the main song. And every <laughs> like that song so annoying. I think it's catchy. It's fine. It's, it's fine catchy. For Megan. I it's think catchy, it's fine. so it can be on TikTok because that's a big way to make money and bring recognition to your album. So Don't I knew work that out them kids be doing "Body Yadi." Mm-hmm. I knew they was. <laughs> I knew they were gonna do that. So the album is exactly what I expected. And yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I feel like her sophomore album, she may be able to go back more toward in the fever direction. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Unless I she... just don't know why these artists come out with so many EPs or like mixtapes or whatever you want to call it. I feel like Fever could have been her first album. Because record it was labels... A solid, it was solid. Because like, record labels and distributors don't want to give... Even Tina Snow before Fever, they, Tina Snow was my shit. They don't want to put money on an unsure thing because female rap has not been that profitable in the past up until maybe Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. and we know how her discography is. 
Well, her first album was pop out. And I, <laughs> these barbs is gonna shut our shit down. Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying not to go too much on that. We've been on Nicki Minaj ass. Okay, okay, this okay. Podcast, but so making it still here. But yeah, and I, so I just think you know they was just trying to make it TikTok friendly so they can make sure they get a return. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Megan is trying to make sure she get her money right. But what I will say is that Rock Nation is doing a damn thing with her. I don't know who she signed to, far as like record label go and who her distributors I think are. She still signed to the same niggas who was, uh, mm, nah. she was getting back and forth into it with. Well, Rock Nation is her management. They, she signed a Rock Nation for management and her they whole career turned up her image. the fuck around. They do Beyonce on that Savage remix real quick <laughs> and that just changed. Can I get a favor, B? <laughs> that changed the game. Yeah, I think it was a solid album for Megan because she's doing what she normally do. She's giving you she's giving you the simpy, sim, not simpy, the simple heavy beats. And she's just spitting like Megan spits. I I don't know what other direction. She, I want to see how Megan is going to push it a step further. Because mm-hmm. doing what she tried to do with this Don't Rock Me to Sleep pop song <laughs> is not what it, how it's, that's not going to, that's not going to do it. Mm. I think I do, I will say this. I think Pink Friday is a pop album, but I think Nicki Minaj, I don't, I think it's a good pop album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she yeah. was definitely. It's. It was a pop sound, and it was like a more mainstream sound. But she was still spitting. Like even on um, what was the main song on that shit? Super bass. Super bass. She was like, "This one is for the girls with the boom assist and stuff." That like she just yeah. like yeah. She, she was still spitting. She was still spitting. But it's just her production was different. I the production was different. Just ready for a whole juicy J Megan Thee Stallion. And I EP. think that's, I think, I don't know. I feel like people want to see her push it a little bit further, but I think I mean, they the lane she in she is in right now is fine. I think she should have enjoyed that for her first album, which I think she did, but I don't know. It came, came with mixed reviews. Yeah, she could probably push it, just not in that uh, whatever that is song, not that direction. What's the name of that song? Don't Rock Me to Sleep, the only song I don't have like. Yeah, just don't this. go in that direction. You can go anywhere. Like, I liked uh, Cry Baby with the baby, you know? Everybody, some people say it feel like a the baby song that she was on. Yeah, I can see that. It felt like Sugar more. Baby was good. The mo- movie song with Little Dirk was cool. I pretty much liked all of them. Freaky Girl with SZA. Look at me, I ring. What's new? I like What's New a lot. What's New is my sound. She could have kept that intercourse song with Mustard and Pop Can. Oh yeah, I, I'm probably at it. Oh, go crazy with Big Sean and Two Chains. That was oh, cool. Oh yeah, that's my second fave on there. After what's new, Girls in the Hood. I still love that song. Yeah, that was good. And don't stop. I like that song. Don't stop. Pat that cat. I just like how she said. I think mm. that's the direction she should probably go in, like that. Mm. And I feel like it, it kind of gave me like Missy Elliott vibes, just like from the beat and the video. Oh, the video! It just the got video like those. So cute. It just got like those different experimental sounds in there, the versus just a regular like, like bass. A ghetto Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I liked the cat. It was like smacking her ass. I thought it was cute. <laughs> um, I have Black Habits on here by D Smoke. That I didn't Man, listen to. you listen to it. I don't know. I ain't gonna ruin this for y'all, but anyway. 
D Smoke, he related to Sir. That's his brother. I don't know who older. But that's our brother. Like Sir's older. <laughs> that's just me going off of vibes, though. I don't know. <laughs> was, what's name a whole teacher? Who yeah. was a teacher? D Smoke a teacher. Remember that? I don't that? mean nothing. That don't mean he the oldest. That's true. Well, anyway. Black Habits was a really good album. The only thing I didn't... Sir is 34. Uh, yeah, I think D Smoke is younger. This no, D Smoke is 35. Oh, for real? He smoke is older. Hmm, that so makes sense because right. he like super mature. Like I feel like they're both mature. I guess. D Smoke, really good rapper. The only thing that irritated me about his album was that he was sing he was rapping Spanish and English on every single. He song. was on that rhythm and flow show, and that was kind of like his whole appeal. Remember on Netflix with yeah. Chance and Cardi and Ti annoying ass. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But he had an album before that too. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. yeah, he kept rapping in Spanish, and it was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, that's a that's something you can appeal to, da, 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 da. you know, something yeah. you can market. But anyway, uh, solid. Any Do you have any songs you would recommend listening to off of there? Oh yeah, he has a song with Jill Scott. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, even though she's only like at the end, but the song is itself is still good. Hold on, let me figure. I can, I forget the name of the uh. The song, uh, Sun Kiss Child. I think I listened it's to that. It's got Jill Scott and somebody else on there. I can't pronounce, I don't want to mispronounce their name, but it was good. It, uh, Real Body with Ari Lennox was good. Um, Black Habits 2. Um, Gasper Yanga. It's got Snoop Dogg on it, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Top all of the right. morning. I pretty much like it all, but you know, I would, Sun Kiss Child is. For R and B purposes, which is what this podcast is for, that's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next on my honorable mentions list is Alicia Alicia Keys. Y'all know I love Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys is her fave. Beyonce's my fave. Yeah, Rihanna's my other fave. Oh, Rihanna's both of our faves. Yeah, Rihanna. that's our shared fave. But I like this album. It was better than I thought it was. It was better be. than I thought it was going to be. But uh you know, she at this point in her career, I feel like she's just trying to make anthems. Yes. So she, she can have like one big song anthem. so she can just sit back and relax. But yes, yeah, I did it, like Show Me Love when it came out, then I got a little bit tired of it. Yeah. I like the Snow Allegra song. Yep. You Save Me. And then I like Jill Scott featuring Jill Scott. <laughs> also, it's another so Jill Scott so song where she doesn't really sing much. No, she is actually talks at the end. Yeah, so. But it's still a pretty good song. She's like, I'm Jill Scott, girl. Let I me like, give you some I really advice because like I'm fine. I really like Three Hour Drive with Sampa. Three Hour Drive. Oh, Sampa. I, <laughs> I cannot sing like him. It's something about his voice. But yeah, I think it I think it was um yeah. It was pretty good. Um, anybody else you wanna talk about honorable mention? Um running out of time. Running out of time. No, I think that was pretty much uh Honorable mention for me is Kaylani, but I feel like it was a solid project, but it kind of sounds similar to what she's done before to me. Uh, I respect it. 
But I know she was in your top, though. Yeah, because it was good. <laughs> it's solid. It's solid for somebody who likes R&B and likes listening to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think That type good. of situation. But uh, like I said prior to this, I feel like... So everybody love that Tiana Taylor album. Oh, now we, we just getting into it. We getting into our unpopular opinions. Right oh, now. I'm sorry. I did not mean to jump... Uh, I yeah. thought you had something else to say about Kalani. Oh, no, I think I did a whole spiel about Kalani. Y'all know I, I appreciated that album. All right, I, I felt like it was growth. I felt like it was growth. Growth. Yeah. But all right, go ahead. Popular opinions. Unpopular Hit me. opinions. Unpopular opinions. Hit me. All right, Beyonce. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Tiana Taylor's the album. I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it, too. Um, and a lot of people do love the album. I know a lot of people who do. Um, but it's just listening to it as a whole is like, okay. I don't know. I just feel like when I was listening to it. But the singles were good. I feel like the singles were good. What singles were they? She did Wake Up Love. I just want to wake up love. Yeah, that was cool. I like that one. What was the other one? Um, morning with Kaylani, but I feel like that came out way before this that album came out. That came out way before the album came out, though. Which I know Put I that on out. your love making playlist. Um. Oh, you just got a bear with me. That one. I don't know if you really listened to that one. And we got love. <laughs> we got love. Love. You love that love. song. I hate it. You better believe that. That's her crossover song. <laughs> Shit. I liked it. I think that song was on a commercial. It was. <clears throat> it probably was a Target commercial. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a Target commercial, actually. Yeah, I think it was. That's funny. But, yeah. I don't know. She has some really strong features on here, too. Like, she had Erica Badu. She had Missy Elliott in Future, I guess you could say. She had Big Sean on here. I don't know. I just remember listening to it, and I zoned out for a very long time. And I came back, and I was like, this still on? <laughs> yeah. A lot of it sounds similar. I, like, it's like she tries to do not like she tries. It's like she does this like '90s, like ooh, vibey, kind of like still there, but not quite still there yeah. thing. It's a very moody. Jo- it, I don't know all the songs. Just kind of. I feel like it's hard. nothing wrong with mu- moody music though. Mm-mm. It's just I, sometimes you have to break it up because every song back to back being like that. I feel like like I did like you could zone out. And come back and be like, damn, this shit's the long? Because they all the songs sound the same. You be like, what What track am I on? Yeah. As so, I feel like it sounds like one big song when you make them all like. I mean, in the artwork, it's nice. Everything is like, it seemed like it was going to be a solid rollout. But I feel like there are more memorable songs on Keep the Same Energy, which was kind of like. The rollout for that was weird because of the whole Kanye situation and stuff like that. But you got like Gonna Kanye Love Me, like niggas that. love that song. And uh, a rose in Harlem. <laughs> I don't know if there were like uh, hit hits on there though either. I feel like that album was very sampley, which is why I feel like Kanye yeah. West regurgitated all over it. Which not bad. You know, I love Kanye, but well. Mm-hmm. I love pre Trump Kanye. 
But anyway. I feel like her first album, this one. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Eight or seven? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my Roman numerals. I had to point to it and show Shelly. <laughs> I, think it was, I think that's seven. That's yes, seven. I like this album. And I feel like from there it just got weird. And she just, it, I don't know. And that's what I be saying about the industry. Be fucking with R&B because they want it to be so hip hop like they wanted to so like but i feel like this was an r&b album so i like, feel like her first album was an r&b album. it was but like this the thing i'm gonna try not to get too political about this but people who run these big record labels think black music is all the same they don't know the difference between hip-hop between rap between r&b and sometimes they want all to black all music is black <laughs> And that is a whole nother conversation for another day because that is not a lie. But anyway, and when hip when they realized hip, how lucrative hip hop was gonna be when they started making money, that's what they want all the black people to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why you start you not 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 that nothing is wrong with that, but that's why you got like Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. That's why she I feel like she was such a hit and they put so much money into her mm-hmm. because she was real gritty. And real raw, but she was still an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And then, at a certain point, hip hop was just making so much money, and it's so much easier to produce. You can make a rap album literally in a week if you have somebody who's driven enough. I feel like a producer just had a did an interview or something that we just watched and was like, hip hop is like rap songs are easier to make now than versus like an R&B. Um, I feel like we just watched somebody who talked about that. I don't know if I watched that with you. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I know know from experience Mm -hmm. that it don't take shit really to make a rap album. Mm -hmm. Like, I know. Technically, you technically don't need a lot to make a You don't need a lot. If you got a a laptop and a keyboard and a mic and an interface, you can make your whole album right there. (laughs) And it'd be a hit. Okay. R and B on the other hand, especially if you gonna make like a real R and B album with like instruments, like like Jaguar for example, all them horns in there, mm-hmm. all those arrangements, mm-hmm. that should take time per song. That's why it's five songs. Exactly. It, and then not to mention vocals, you can have eight vocal tracks. You can have like all those vocal one. tracks layered. For one person, not not even including if they sing in their own background, mm-hmm. not even mentioning if other people sing in their background. You have multiple takes. R and B albums take time and they take money, mm-hmm. and you gonna get more on your investment if you got something that's gonna take you a week versus something that's gonna take you three months. That's true, and that's short for an R and B album. So. They want to make money. That's what they want to do. They don't want to put money into R&B albums, which is why a lot of the good R&B stuff, they either coming out in EPs like Jaguar and uh, Hotels, or they just be underground people doing their thing in their living room, like Kalani did for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And even still, she kind of like hip-hop R&B. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't finna get no, like, Luther Vandross layout unless you got... <laughs> Unless they know people is going to buy that shit. Unless they know they're going to make money off of that shit. That's true. And even with concerts, even when it comes down to concerts, the good concerts, ain't nobody, nobody want to pay the money to go see them. And then 
So therefore, they get pushed to smaller venues, and they have a shorter date list. So they only go into big cities. Yeah. Sometimes they even miss some of the bigger cities. Yeah. So it's hard out here for that that it's, genre. It's hard out here. I think it's hard genre. for it, but it's definitely out there. Which is why which circling is why back to here. my. Yeah, circling back to my main <laughs> art, the reason why I went on down this rabbit hole, which is why Tiana Taylor album it wasn't solid for me. Not this one, but the one prior, the one that Kanye threw up all over. And that's why that shit sound the way that it sound. <laughs> yeah, which is why she fun. probably tried to do a one eighty with this one. Uh-huh. And I don't think I don't know. And I don't think people I think- want that. I think if I know she talked about retiring and all that and stuff like that, but I think when an artist finds a like a producer that they really click with, you know, like some people it's just, you know, mm-hmm. infamous, like Brandy and Dark Child. Yeah. Like, you know, like Aaliyah I think if she, and Missy. Yeah, I think if she finds like that person that she vibes with and is like really connecting with her and bring something out of her. I don't know. I think she could really come up with a solid project. We'll just have to see if she's willing to continue trying. Well, now it kind of looked like she's trying to get more into like... The background of things. Like acting and directing and stuff. Like from her Instagram, she bought this big fancy schmancy camera. But her boo, her her hubby bought her that camera. Yeah. (laughs) That's her birthday for New Year or something. But yeah. And then, you know, she's going to be in Coming to America too. Yes. With Wesley Snipes. Yes. I mean, and she's been acting. Yeah, Byron. Byron. And it was something else she was in, too. <laughs> she was in a couple of Netflix movies or something. Yeah. But, uh. But, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was so, okay. But, I mean, I don't think it's something that I'm not, I'm not going back and listening to it over and over again, for sure. Yeah. And then, next on the unpopular opinions list is, I'm so sad about this, Brandy B7. <laughs> Oh, I'm man. so sad about this. And I bought this album on vinyl before it came out just off the strength of it being you. Brandy. I told you not to. I told you. Cause I'm still, okay, I'm still going to listen to the vinyl because I think it's still a nice sound album, but it's background music. It's background music because that's what she liked to make. <laughs> she liked to make all them background Brandy vocals. likes to sing background. She likes you could literally the sounds use. in the back of the, the song. <laughs> The other songs sound like something is like something is not complete. Like you could sing on top of it. <laughs> like you, you could sing over you could it. Put a song right on top. You of could it. literally sing over it. Yeah, line it up perfectly. And it's not like she doesn't have good songs on the album. I just think that it is not. I don't know. I. I it doesn't feel like whole. Yeah, like it's missing a song to go with the background <laughs> vocals. And she sounds good and stuff. It's just it's not whole. Like yeah. I like I like uh rather a, be I rather be kissing you, baby. But, but it sounds sound like, like a, background vocals. Yes, to it sounds like there should song. be a lead vocal. Like she's just singing. I rather be kissing you. I rather be kissing. Like yeah, like, yeah. Somebody <laughs> should be singing on top of it. Uh, and then borderline was huge. Borderline. I'm on the borderline. Huh? I'ma call your phone up. Like there is no tomorrow. That sound like background <laughs> vocals too. I like that song, but I like the one with Ty Dolla Sign on it. Oh yeah, we know you love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I love Brandy though. Brandy Me was my too. favorite growing up. In the Brandy versus Monica saga, I was always team 
Brandy, because I liked her music better at the time in my life. I don't know. I've always been torn. I've always loved Monica. I love Monica, but I loved Brandy's music. I played After um, the Storm until the digital reading (laughs) came on. (laughs) Never Say Never was my album. But Never Say Never was good, too. I played the crap out of Never Say Never. Full Moon. And full moon, I played the crap out of both of those. I actually played the crap out of Aphrodisiac as well, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, what was that? Not uh, Eleven was that? A, was that what it was called? Eleven when she uh, the yellow one. Yeah, when she's standing up, that was a good album. Girl, me and my mama used to play the living life out of that album. So sick. We need to take it back every time. Cause love is so amazing. It makes you so sick. And we put it down, you can fall in love. I'm gonna put it down now, you can fall in love. Why you picked that I'm one? I'm, I'm, if I'm, I put I'm, it down right, <laughs> the way Cause that was the hit on there. At least those songs were completed. Yeah. <laughs> it had a lead vocal on it. Uh, what was the one? Something about this house or something. It was something about a house. this house. Yeah, that was my jam. I love that album. I'm gonna listen to that. That's probably gonna be on the. Uh, next Why don't week. you let me go? Let me go tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't you let me go? Yeah, I'm gonna save this because you know how I get. This is probably gonna be go. my uh, what they you heard for next week. So let's just move you on. <laughs> Ain't nothing else, man. That is. That's it. Yeah, that is our uh, un- not honorable mention. Those are our unpopular opinions. It was really only those two. Yeah. Well, yeah. This has been your friendly podcast, Landia <laughs> R&B <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> your friendly black girl podcast, Landia. podcast, Landia host, Shell, <laughs> and Day. Yeah. Follow us. Our uh, social media links will be in the bio. Yes, they will. So you can follow us and see when the next episode comes out. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Leave in the comments if you, uh, your top 10. Like, what were your favorite albums this year? Do you disagree? Do you agree? What were your comments? Flame us in the the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell. (laughs) I'm almost 30. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, y'all stay safe out there. Um, continue yeah. supporting these artists. Yeah. Stream Jasmine Sullivan's new album over yes. and over and over and over Old again. Tales. Um, hopefully, we'll get a Ashanti versus Keisha <laughs> at some point in time. <laughs> if Keisha ain't over by now, because sis was ready, she was Keisha, ready. When Keisha saw it was postponed, she was like, nigga. She, was, uh, <laughs> she, she sent the little angry face emoji. She was not happy. All right, y'all, but um, stay safe out here. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. We will see you guys next week because I think our doggy, I think our pup has to go outside. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he is literally in front of our faces. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. Now. Right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye. <laughs>